Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today we are going to be talking about something that is very critical for all businesses, but is something that is so easily overlooked. Testimonials. Testimonials actually make your buyer, your customer, your client, your patient feel safe that they are making a good decision by working with you, by hiring you, by using your product, buying your product, all of that good stuff. But how do we make it so that it's automated, so that it's easy? Because a lot of times we can feel like we are bugging people when we're asking for testimonials. So this interview with a wonderful copywriter, Brittany, is chuck full of information. You are going to want to grab pen and paper or listen to this again. So let's get on to the show. You're listening to Be In Demand, the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Loria Mirabito, business mentor. And I'm also a reformed, painfully shy girl, red wine lover, and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry, even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. Welcome back to another week of the Be In Demand podcast here. And today I have a very interesting topic. As soon as I met this woman, I knew that I just had to have her on my podcast. As a matter of fact, I actually told her that she needed to pitch me to be on the podcast. And I was already going to say yes, Brittany Herzberg. And thank you for coming on. Oh, of course. <laughs> thanks for having just, me. This is just going to be a fun conversation because yes. we are going to talk about testimonials. Mm -hmm. And as a speaker, as a business coach, actually as any business, you need testimonials. I mean, it's just that social proof. You know, when I think about like when I go to buy something new that's different, like on Amazon, the first thing I do is I go to Amazon reviews, mm -hmm. scroll down and I make sure that, you know, because for some reason, you know, Amazon only wants you to see their best reviews that might be from like three or four years ago. But I'm always like, I want to see the most recent reviews so that I can make that judgment call as to if the product, you know, maybe they've had some updates and maybe it's better. Maybe it's not so good. But those testimonials, they can be funny. But they can also just get us to say, oh, yeah, like you see yourself in the testimonial. So let's talk about testimonials. But before actually before we do, how did you get here? Because we were talking beforehand. And I just think this is such an interesting conversation, how you got to this place. So how much time do we have? No, I'm kidding. It was really the kickoff point was in 2020. I was home updating my website and as the rest of us were, I was trying to see if there was anything better that I could do to zhuzh up my website copy. So I found Marisa Corcoran, which is how we met. Mm -hmm. And I found her free series that she does called the copy chat. So I was watching it, had this wild epiphany that I wasn't just a massage therapist, that I was a copywriter and launched into that. So I went into embracing the fact that I was a copywriter, pitching myself, building a business around it and you know, that was the kickoff point. <laughs> so you were a massage therapist. Mm -hmm. Still am. <laughs> still are. There's so many pokers in the fire. <laughs> yeah. So massage therapy, you just, you loved writing. Yes. But as you told me before we started recording that you're like, I'm not going to write a book. Mm -mm. I'm not, not writing a script for like a play, mm -hmm. you know, or some t show or something. Like you just have this love for writing. Yeah. And actually I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, you know what? I'm really good at writing way back when, when MySpace was a thing, 
those little status updates or the Facebook status updates. I was great at that. And I was kind of comparing that to why I'm so good at what I do now or why I feel like I'm so good at what I do. It was just like my thoughts. It was speaking. It was, I was just talking to my internet friends. So that's what we do now with copywriting is we're just speaking to people in written form, but we all read those words out loud in our heads. Yes. So (laughs) let's talk about testimonials. Yeah. Why do you think they're so valuable from your point of view? It has gotten me to purchase things. It has gotten me to send people to places. It has helped me to book Airbnbs, to avoid booking Airbnbs. You name it. Like Just like what you were saying with Amazon reviews. We all check those. We might not write them, but we're checking them. I absolutely will write any kind of testimonial for programs that I'm in. I'm like... (laughs) I don't know if you swear on your podcast, but I'm like the horror of like giving client testimonials. <laughs> so I was like, I'm on this end of it. Why am I not on the other end? I'm always, you know, with massage therapy, I'm always sending my clients to get massage cups, go to acupuncture, do this, get this, buy this, see this person. And it's coming from a genuine place of, I think this would help you because you're having X problem. So here's the thing about testimonials. Like I love to read them, but when I'm asked to write one, I got to admit, I'm like the deer in the headlight look. Mm-hmm. Cause I actually will tell people, could you start it off for me? Or like what's, especially like if it's somebody that I've worked with, I'm like, is there something specific that you want me to highlight? And I'm probably going about writing a testimonial completely wrong. I mean, I do know a little bit better now, but what do you say to people like when you're guiding them on how to get testimonials? There's so many things that we could talk about there. And I'm happy to go into, if you want, if it would be helpful, how we can get testimonials, because there's so many ways that we just yes. don't even think about we, them. We definitely need to talk to talk We about so that. need to. <laughs> We're going there. <laughs> but when it comes to how to give a good testimonial or pointing someone in the right direction if you're the business owner asking for client testimonials. There's a couple of things that you can think of. I really like to think of one, what do I want to highlight? What do I want these readers, these strangers to know about me or the experience or what I have or what I'm doing? The other is what do these readers need to know in order to work with me? What are some of the mindset blocks? What are some of the myths they're believing? Speak to those, ask questions that will get that out of people. And if you don't get it the first time, ask again, try asking a different way. Asking a different way. Mm -hmm. I like that. But do you feel like people are also so busy that that's also holding them back from writing testimonials? I really, really, really do. And actually my inability to get testimonials from some of my clients inspired me to make a template. I just made a Google form and you saw in the group, it was something that I ended up monetizing because one of my clients, one of my copy clients was like, oh my gosh, I would buy this. Can you sell this to me? And I'm like, wait, other people want this? Sure. And then then of course my question is like, uh, what do I charge for it? (laughs) Don't you just love that? Like, this is so good. I want to give you money for this thing. That's such a huge compliment. It was. Um, And I think the Google form is a great idea because then it's just like, you can just like literally walk people through those questions Mm -hmm. that they might not even have thought about when they're trying to give you a testimonial. And then you're putting it together. Yep. And it's basically, you're telling a story. A testimonial is just another story. It's a snippet of a story too, because actually what I really want to be the person that people come to you for, or what I'm calling client story pages. So it's a case study, but it's not boring. 
you're really getting to know them because as a, as a website visitor, I'm going to go to your website. I'm either going to be connecting with you or with the clients that you've worked with. I'm either going to say, I love you. I want to work with you. Or I'm going to say, Mary, oh my gosh, she sounds like just like me. She's a mom. She has two kids, whatever is going on in her life. Whatever that thing is that we connect to. It could be that she likes iced coffee or hates avocados. Like you don't know. <laughs> but that's the kind of stuff that if you have an entire web page dedicated to this person and their story, you get to get into those little details. You can't do that in a snippet of a testimonial. Let's talk about those case studies because okay, I let's go. I know that I need to do case studies because mm-hmm. I've got some great case studies, um, former clients who have just done some amazing things, gone from like just being so petrified of public speaking to crushing it on a stage. But I don't like, I don't even like the, to me, it's, it's almost like a scientific journal. <laughs> just like, right. oh my God, I, <laughs> I have no idea like where to even begin to make it sound interesting. Mm-hmm. So I like to think of it as every story has a beginning, middle, and end, right? I mean, that's the basic outline that you could come up with. So I like to keep things simple. We're going to keep it simple. Where was this client before? What was the problem that they noticed they had? Why did they choose to work with you? So that's kind of like the first chunk of things. Then you get into what was the process like? What was the experience like of working with you? What did they love? What were they surprised by? And then we move into the end of the story, which is really just the beginning. And that is what was the transformation that happened? What were some of the wins that occurred? How, you know, what kind of data numbers can we come up with and pull out of that? And the wins aren't always just, I had a $50,000 launch. It could be, I feel so much more confident speaking now. It's those emotional internal things. So really, I feel like if you can follow that little bit of a story arc, it makes the story more entertaining and engaging. So do you recommend that people, I'm thinking of like a coach that I worked with, she actually sent out these like, just these weekly updates, like what's hard, what's easy, what are some of your wins? Like would that, like if, if I'm just talking like to all the coaches out there or maybe even like any, anybody actually, if that was a part of your process and you would actually keep gathering that data mm-hmm. through the time that you were working with them. Definitely. Yeah. That's one of the missed opportunities. I think with the client testimonials is that we leave it to the end. And then sometimes the clients are ready to move on and they forget or life gets busy or who knows what happens. Mm -hmm. If you collect those little snippets throughout the entire process, maybe you don't need something at the end. Maybe it's okay if you ask at the end and the person doesn't get back to you or whatever happens, but then you get to see it's in the moment too, right? It's a lot more impactful in the moment. I like that. So this is a great transition into all these different places that we yeah. can be getting testimonials because I'm guilty of this. I wait till the end. And then it's just like, oh, hey, like we just had our last session. Oh, hey, could you write me a test? I mean, I'm just starting to ask people that um, ask me to be a guest expert in like their high-end mastermind. I'm just at this point now where I'm like, I should be asking these people mm-hmm. for a testimonial. Definitely. So I think that there are so many missed opportunities. So go for it. Get on your soapbox. and (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about all these missed opportunities. (laughs) So I do want to say you're not doing it wrong. If you're leaving it to the end of the experience, you're not doing anything wrong. There's just other exits along the highway that we can pull off and take a picture or whatever. So one of the moments obviously is what we just talked about where it's like throughout the process. So what does that look like? That could look like just this morning, I got an email from a client. She's ecstatic about these client story pages that I wrote for her. 
I took a screenshot of that email. There's no identifying information. I plan on posting that on Instagram today. And if she wants, I can tag her. So that's something. You might have communication with your clients on Voxer or on just your text messages. If it's a, you know, something that's been typed out, you can screenshot it. You could, out of courtesy, you could ask someone if it's okay if you take the screenshot. But the nice thing is with screenshots, you don't have to because you're not identifying the person. Their name isn't tied to anything. Their business isn't tied to it. So you can kind of play that how you want. If it's an audio, like a voice memo, I just did this this week. Someone sent some really nice things in a voice memo. Hey, would you be okay if I transcribe that, show it to you and you know, post it? Oh, sure. Go for it. And that's the thing too. Most of the time people are going to be like, yeah, sure. Do it. Yeah. Because they've already done it and it's just like, well, it's the truth. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm even thinking of, I was part of a, a group program and there was somebody that was in there who took my in-demand signature speech and she was, I probably should still go do this, but I should just go <laughs> grab an audio. Like mm-hmm. I was even just going to do a screen recording of her saying, if anybody wants to become a speaker, you have to take Lorian's program. Yeah. And But, you know, like I've done like a podcast with her. I've done, you know, like she's done like testimonials for me. And I I guess I think, well, how much is too much from the same person? I don't think that's a thing because, I mean, too, you could have a long-term goal of maybe having one of those case study pages. So maybe Mm -hmm. it's just, a you know, you're collecting these things along the way from that person and that will enable you to write an even better story. I like that. Yeah. I don't think you can do too. I mean, you would like some variety. Obviously that's great. makes it better. Again, more impactful, but I don't think it's wrong to have a whole bunch from one person. So what do you tell somebody who they're just starting out? About getting testimonials? About getting testimonials. Yeah. Just ask. I mean, the biggest thing I think the biggest hurdle to get over is what the voices in our head are saying. And it's a lot of, they're going to say, no, you're not good enough. Why would someone help you? And 90, I would say 98% of the time, people are so on board. They want to help you. They like what you've done. They like you and they want to shout you out. That's another thing too, is don't worry if you are just launching a service or a business or whatever, get them to speak to your traits. Who are you like as a person? Who are you like as a service provider? What are you like as a business owner? Mm -hmm. Get those things to stand out. Even if it's just like your mom saying that you're the greatest person ever. (laughs) Ask her to come up with a trait, a characteristic. (laughs) Anything. Because, you know, like having testimonials, it's just part of the the selling cycle, I Mm -hmm. think. I I know that a couple of weeks ago, I signed on a new client and she found me through my podcast here. And, you know, I I directed her to like read the testimonials on my website because I wanted her to feel really comfortable with her decision. So I just, well, on like my website, I think I've got like a bar on the the homepage, but then there's just a page. I have not sprinkled. (laughs) Right. I see that face. That's your cringing. You're like, I know it's coming. (laughs) Yeah. So we should sprinkle these testimonials throughout our website throughout because like really a website is like, is kind of like a speech. I mean, it's a client, it's an experience for whoever's visiting our website. So to be able to sprinkle those in there and for all my speakers out there to be sharing, Mm -hmm. you know, case studies in your speech and also testimonials you know, like in your speech, in the, in the booking process so that the meeting planners feel really comfortable, you know, with hiring you as well. Yeah. I mean, you could even use them 
I'll come back to websites, but you could even use these testimonials. And if you have a media kit, if you have, I don't know much about the speaking world. I try to avoid it unless it's a podcast, but <laughs> you could sprinkle it in whatever kind of materials that you're giving someone when they're considering booking you. Once they've booked you, anything that you might be sharing with them, the more you can almost like divulge or give them little peeks into who you are, how you are, what it's like to listen to you. It gives them a better idea of how to make that experience better for the listeners. Very true. Is there like a certain length? Like, can you ever like have mm. a testimonial that's almost too long? Like we're not talking about like a case study though, like a testimonial that's almost right. too long. I think yes. And I think the biggest thing to pay attention to is to visually break it up. So one thing that I've seen done and that I like to do is pull out one line, highlight it and have it toward the top of the testimonial. Then you can go through and write maybe two or three more lines. But yes, I think it can get too long and something to be mindful of is, is it visually interesting? Are we looking at a block of text? If we are, we need to change that. <laughs> I'm a big fan of like text has to be aesthetically pleasing. Yes. Yeah. But back in my speaking days, you know, when I had a just a page of testimonials from audience members or meeting planners, I did just what you said. I mean, I highlighted certain words just so that it would catch people's eye, you know, like energetic, engaging, you know, easy to work with. Yeah, so that that's what people like read, especially if they didn't want to read all the testimonials that were on that page. Totally, because mm -hmm. I think the statistic is that 80% of readers, especially when they're going to websites, they just skim. They just find the headlines. So if your headlines don't make sense, that's usually what I'll do at the end is I'll highlight all the headlines. And it's like, if I'm just reading these, does it make sense? Because we are skimmers before we're we skimmers. are readers. Yes. yes. So to get back to your question about the website and sprinkling in testimonials, I'm not the biggest fan of having all of your testimonials live on one page simply because it's much more impactful. Again, I guess it's going to be a word today. It's much more, yeah, it's much more impactful when you're reading it, when it backs up a statement. And what I mean by that is you might say something, of course, I'm not great on the flight. You might say something like, I have this three-step process of working through your copy and blah, blah, blah. Then if I put a testimonial, that's like, Brittany had this really great, easy process that I walked through. That means more than me saying the thing about my three-step easy process. Okay. <laughs> because of course like I'm going to say the nice things, right? But my clients are under zero obligation to do that. <laughs> So you're right. So just re really being able to correlate, like, here's a testimonial and like, where can I strategically, essentially, almost like looking at your testimonial as like a puzzle piece and like, where does it belong on my website instead of like what I've done, which is one page <laughs> or this little banner, this slideshow that's on the front page. I and again, to that's redo my website. <laughs> Well, again, it's not wrong. You could leave those two things. You could have the banner and you could have the testimonial page and go through and start sprinkling them in on the different web pages. So this is not like a beat yourself up situation. It's just like, what could I, what are the opportunities that are out there for me? You know? Yes. What about repeating a testimonial? I've done it. I think it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I've done it and I think it's fine because again, you're looking for those opportunities where you can squeeze them in and go, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this fit. Yeah. And yep. and then the thing is, is, you know, it's foolish to assume that 
And somebody who's coming to my website is starting on the homepage and like reading the whole thing and going page <laughs> by page by page. That just doesn't happen. Like I don't even do that. So I don't even know like why, why, why I would even think that anybody <laughs> who's visiting my website would do it either. So being able to just like, just like you said, like figure out where to put that testimonial. Mm -hmm. And so I'm such a short, like to the point type person. So I think like I've trimmed a lot of testimonials so that it really does just like hey, I like after my first call with Lorianne, you know, got booked for my first paid speaking event. Like to me, that's short, sweet to the point. Yeah, absolutely. And it talks to you as a service provider and it speaks to what's possible by working with you. Mm -hmm. Any like particular it. questions that people should be asking? I really like asking questions where it's not like, what did you like work about working with Lori? It's like, what was your favorite part? about working with Lorian or what, what, what's one that on the template, I like the complete the sentence or fill in the blank because those are just so much easier. It's like Mad Libs, but for business. <laughs> oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. So that's the what the testimonial libs. is like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I've used it both in interviewing clients where I'm, you know, meeting with them on zoom like this, or I've just put it on the template, forwarded the template to them, the Google form and they type it in, they're able to complete this form in under three minutes because it's just like, how did you feel before? Um, nervous. How did you feel before? I didn't know what I was doing, right? So you can say whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So for everybody who's listening, could you like give them like a, like an assignment almost? Like, I just like, I want people to go out there and reach out to somebody and get a testimonial before you do that. Or I'll, I'll give you a few minutes to think about this if you need it. I was a guest expert again in somebody else's um, group program and I reached out to her and was just like, you know, like, Hey, can you write me a testimonial? And she has ADD. So I was like, oh, that was permission for me to ask again and again. And she eventually did write the testimonial and she was so, she was really nice about it. She just said, you know, like, thank you. Like, here it is like finally. And I just said, I know you, I know where to find you. And I'm not afraid to ask again, not afraid to ask again. I think people really, they want to do it, but I just think that people are just so darn busy. Mm -hmm. Hence the reason why your, your product, you know, being Google <laughs> forms hint, hint everybody. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> but what is like one thing that people can like go and do this today? I would say go and follow up with someone. I've been challenging myself to do this recently, actually. And everyone that I've followed up with has been like, oh, thank goodness that you asked me again. I've just been so busy. And I could sit here, stay stuck in my head and be like, I'm going to annoy them. I'm going to pester them. I'm going to nag them. No, I let it go. I don't even know a week or two, maybe longer. And I'm like, I should probably ask Erin about that. So I did. And they were totally fine. And she's like, oh, yep, here you go. I thought we had already scheduled this thing. Here you go. <laughs> and they're thankful that you reminded them. They are. And if yeah. they're really cranky about it, they're just not going to write back to you. So it's okay. Either you're going to get a response of someone who's grateful or you're going to hear radio silence. And that's okay too. Eventually you can just, okay. So mm -hmm. from, the, from my days in the speaking world, what I would do, because I knew that meeting planners were always just so darn busy. Yeah. Because I would ask them for a testimony. If I heard crickets, then I would like send them another one. And I would basically write it for them. Mm. Based, like, here's what I heard. So I've written this for you because like I knew that you were busy and feel free to edit accordingly. And I would just base it off of what the audience said to me afterwards as kind of just like a, a kickoff place, you know, for a starting off for the meeting planner just to kind of finish it and put it in their words. 
Mm-hmm. I did and that's the same been pretty thing. Successful too. Yeah, I've done the same thing. And it is really helpful because I have a friend who's a pediatric dentist. She's slammed. She's always either in with kids, dealing with moms and dads, or off getting more continuing education <laughs> She's like, I I've, I thought I learned a lot. This woman is like way beyond me. But I did. I asked her, I think, two or three times. And eventually I was like, hey, what do you think of this? Like, does this, this is like what I heard you mention in some of our conversations. And this is where, you know, the text message screenshots, the email screenshots, that's where they can come into play because you've been listening all along and you can kind of auto-populate what a testimonial might be that they would write for you. And then just like you said, send it to them and just say, hey, does this accurately reflect? Or like you said, edit if you need to. Mm-hmm. Put it in your own words. Mm-hmm. So tell us about this wonderful gift that you have for people. Tell I'm us what so, it is. I'm so, so excited. So it is a new PDF. I pranked it out a couple days ago. I'm so excited. It's called How to Collect Client Testimonials That Convert. So it is all about several of the things that we've talked about, but I go a little bit more in depth into the types of testimonials that you can collect what you should be looking for, just like we talked about, like the questions that you should ask, how to use them. I go in more in depth with that. And then there's a surprise third step that's super simple. <laughs> Ooh, a surprise third a step. Surprise. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's not even tell anybody because we want them to go to go get that. And if you want to snag this free PDF of Brittany's, just go down below. The link will be down in the show notes. But can you just like tell people about like where they can find you, find out more information, just follow you, all that good stuff? Of course. I spend entirely too much time over on Instagram. I am in love with that platform and I have so many friends that I've met. So it's actually, my handle is my first name underscore my last name. So that should be in the show notes too. That'll be in the show notes. (laughs) Complicated name. And then sort of on the easy trend as well. My website is my name, BrittanyHersberg.com. Wonderful. And all that will be down below. And since we kind of like, we're talking about the, uh, the product that people could buy, could you just, Oh yeah. Can we just like share that now also with people in case they really want to get serious about getting testimonials so that it just makes the buying process for your client, for your customer, for your patient easier. Yeah. And maybe, maybe we'll even come up with like a discount code for your listeners. I've never done that before. We can be fancy. So yeah, it's the client testimonial template and it's a Google form. Everything is kind of pre-populated for you. So there's an intro section, the questions where you just swap out (laughs) the part that says your name here. (laughs) Um, You can add questions, subtract questions, and there's even a spot for people to upload headshots. Wonderful. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for all of my listeners and people who are watching this over on YouTube, I have a copy of this and I have to say it is freaking brilliant. (laughs) Thank brilliant, you. brilliant. And I'm starting to use it already. And I just like it does. It just makes it so much easier. Yeah. Um, and almost painless to get testimonials because here we are. It's, it's almost I think as human beings, like we feel awkward bragging about ourselves. So if we're asking somebody for a testimonial, it's like, hey, could you brag on me? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that I could put that brag on my website and on other pieces of copy that I have that I'm putting out there and all over Instagram. And so I think that that's part of the awkwardness. Yes. But like when we really think about it, it really comes from a place of like how we're serving our next client. And it also gives, it's that reciprocity. Also, like it gives our clients who've worked with us that opportunity really to like, here's what I loved about working with you. And here's why other people should be working with you. 
mm-hmm. so that you're sharing. You're, it's just another way for you to be sharing or for all of us to be sharing our gifts and talents with more people instead of keeping them hidden. Absolutely. Yeah. And testimonials, I mean, it's, it's a way that strangers get to know you the fastest connect with you the fastest and even build trust with you quickly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I say about speaking. Speaking is the fastest mm-hmm. way to grow your business because it builds that know, like, and trust factor so fast. Exactly. I, I love it. They're like that just, that's a great summary. It builds <laughs> that know, like, and trust mm-hmm. with strangers, you yep. know, strangers who are considering like maybe have the problem that you solve for people and to be able to like, Hey, this is what other people said about this person. So that now like as a buyer, you know, it's like you get to exhale and like, okay, I'm spending my money in a great place. I'm hiring the right person. I'm signing on with the right doctor, the right dentist. I can just exhale because I know I'm in good, good hands. Right. Wonderful. (laughs) Thank you so much. So everything that we mentioned will be down in the show notes, you know, links to follow this woman, to (laughs) go and check out her testimonials, and also to download that PDF and even the uh, the Google Forms to make it super easy for you. Yay. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thank you. I'm glad. I'm so, I'm really glad that, that we got this opportunity to uh, spend some time together. Yeah. And so till next week, everyone be in demand. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode and join me over in my private Facebook group for more tips, community, and free trainings. You'll find the link in the show notes. You can also help this podcast reach more listeners by leaving a review. And as a thank you, each month I pick one of my reviewers to win a free coaching call with me. So if you haven't done so already, please leave a review and you could be the next winner.